tell me if you can relate to this. You pledge to get back into a workout routine. You make a really solid plan. You sign up for classes and you're really good for a few days. And then time becomes your enemy. You have to work late. You can't get up in the morning. So you completely blow it off. You make excuses and you promise that you'll definitely do it tomorrow. Well, I've done that more times than I care to admit. But since I signed up with Beachbody on demand last year, time no longer an issue. Because like I had this feeling that I needed at least an hour to get out the door, get to the gym. So when I only had 30 minutes, I would do nothing. So what I love about Beachbody on Demand is that I can sort workouts by time. And I found programs that actually work for me. So I can mix it up. I can do the programs whenever I want, at morning or at night. And all I need to do is open my laptop or launch the app on my phone. So I've been working my way through their a little obsessed workout, and I'm not going to lie, it's hard, but I'm definitely feeling it. Now I'm adding in some stretching to balance it all out. The Beachbody Yoga Studio classes allow me to create my own experience based on the time I have and what I want to work on. So my favorites right now, Lower Body with Kaylee Lissa and Yoga Flex 10-Minute Trainer. I'm loving the lower body routine. I'm finding I have a lot more strength and balance. And the Yoga Flex 10-Minute Program... Come on, if I can't find 10 minutes to stretch, then I have bigger problems, which is why I've built this into my weekly routine. So don't make time your enemy, especially when it comes to your workouts. Beach Body On Demand works with your schedule and you can start it this second. You can also try it for free. Just text EMILY to 303030 to get full access to the entire platform. Again, text EMILY to 303030 right now. to his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. They're the eyes of a man who's... Hello, you're listening to Sex with Emily. So, like I said... It's Saturday night in San Francisco, mm-hmm. April 15th. Did you all do your taxes? Hopefully you're not stuck at home finishing your taxes. But if you are, we promise we will keep you entertained. And when is it going to stop raining? Captain Erotica, was it raining when you got here? No, actually it was nice and dry. But we'll Finally. make it a little more moist around here, I'm sure. More moist. It's going to get wet. It's going to get hot around here. But, yes. um, but like I, okay, so like I've said on the show, this is what we're going to talk about right now. Sex with the same person gets boring. It just does. After a few months of like the hot sex with someone, maybe a few months or a few years if you're lucky, you kind of struggle to keep it interesting, right? Yes, it's Like true. everyone else. We all do. So this is why my guests on the show are often doing something that's just like a little bit different and hopefully inspire you to break out of that like I only have sex in missionary position rut. And because um, I, you know, when... Do, okay, here's the thing. We all have these like we do a lot of things in life that we try to change, right? We might go on diets or get a new job, new haircut, but when do we ever update our sexual bag of tricks? When do we give it a makeover? When do you learn something new? So I try to practice what I preach on Sex with Emily, and Captain Erotica asked me to my first sex party. So I said yes, right? But like you people listening, perhaps, I thought, kind of crazy. It's going to be a crazy word orgy with strange dudes hitting on me. But it was kind of fun. We had a really good time. We're going to talk about that my first sex party experience. It's kind of like a lavish cocktail party with like beautiful people everywhere. But, you know, some are kind of like having sex in the corner and stuff, which is not like normal parties. But so it's a little different. 
And I also got invited back to my first sex party after, to the next party they had. So that was fun. And he's also good. So we're going to talk about right now, are you interested in going to sex parties? What do you want to know about them? We you want to get invited? To say about sex parties. <laughs> do you want to go? Because I know I thought it'd be crazy weird too, but it wasn't. It was really hot and fun. So that's what we're talking about tonight. Erotic coaching, sex fantasies, and sex parties. And you can also check out, so we're Sex with Emily, and we're a podcast as well, and you can also check it out, sexwithemily.com. Captain Erotica has been on our show a few times, where we can swear and say stuff that we can't say right now, so you can listen to those. So hi, Captain Erotica. Hi, Emily. Thanks for joining us tonight. Oh, it's so nice to be back. It's an honor to be here live on the radio with I you. I know. This is fun, right? Mm-hmm. We are live. Usually we edit things around, right, on our podcast, uh-huh. but this is live. So... Okay, I know of your super special powers, but if people are listening, like, what's this erotic, erotic here? What is this? What does it mean to be an erotic superhero? Well, I think that uh, any human being has the capacity to be a superhero, and it's a matter of focusing on what your passions and your skills are. And I happen to be very passionate and skilled at the erotic arts, as I like to call them. I think that, you know, there should be erotic arts departments at universities because, frankly, it's very important to all of us, and yet it's very understudied in a lot of ways. So uh, if you look at our culture, there's heroes and heroines of all different kinds, but there's not too many sexual or erotic ones. Uh, I think you're one of them. Here you are having your own show, helping people have better sex lives. You're a super heroine, in my opinion. Ah, thank you. Um, But anyway, for myself, what it means is I go about in the world, both in my private and professional life, helping people have better sex lives, helping them fulfill their fantasies, uh, helping them actualize what I call their erotic self. And uh, sometimes I do that through my erotic coaching practice, and other times I do it through something called the erotic ice bar, which is a interactive sensual beverage experience. I want to see that. I've heard of read about that. We didn't have one at our sex party. No, we didn't. But But this is the thing. So I had heard we got introduced uh, a while back, and he was on the show, and I'm thinking, okay, Captain Erotica, what does this mean? And then you go to his website. There's all these men and women but amazingly hot women who are like, okay, I had to print out some of your testimonials. These are people who are like, he's really saved their lives. I'm talking about saving the world one orgasm at a time. You're doing it. You're one saving the world multiple. Orgasm. You're saving it multiple. <laughs> These women are like, okay, here's a few quotes. Captain Erotica changed my life, not by in any act or sensation, but by opening my mind to the multi-universe of infinite possibilities. That's one. And then, this is the one I like. He is completely desirable, hot as lava. He's given me the best sex of my life. (laughs) He's a kinky messiah, a spiritual superhero. Okay, so that's Captain Erotica, and it's true. I've seen him in action. So we're going to talk about sex parties. What do you... This is where we're starting. What do you want to know about sex parties? Have you been to a sex party? Do you want to know how to get invited to one? We're going to talk about it, and we're taking your questions here, and um, we only hear your stories about sex parties, because they're all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. So, my dear Captain, yes, what is a sex party? Oh, well, I think of a sex party as a party that you're going to go to where you're fairly guaranteed that some people, maybe not you, but some people present will be having sex. Now, that's different than a sensual party or a sensually themed party where people might dress in lingerie and be sexy or there might be some dance poles or whatever. But at a sex party, it's just what it's saying. You're going to go there and there is an intention of the group that people will be having sex with each other. It uh, doesn't mean every person there is going to have sex, as right. you saw at our party I, that right. we went to. But it means that people can have sex, and it's not going to be surprising. In fact, it's really welcomed. Uh, and there's so all- what? 
Why do you think it's important for people to like? Why do you think people, if we're trying to expand their sexual universe here, like we're doing, why why should someone go to a sex party? Well, there's a lot of different motivations for people to go to sex parties. You know, you have your voyeurs, people who want to watch other people have sex, and your exhibitionists, people who want to be watched, and then there's just a sort of um, I don't know expansion of the whole experience because you get to see how other people are behaving with each other in a sexual context in a way that's not pornography or right. Some club it's like and safe. A it's a yeah. safe because I like I was saying when. I started, I was like, I thought there's going to be some weird, creepy, like, things that make me uncomfortable, and it was really, like, cozy and warm and beautiful. Yeah, it's and- important at any event like that, that the energy that's created by the space and whoever the people that are putting it on, how they decorate and who they invite to the party kind of sets a tone for the party. So there's a whole range of them, from something that's a little bit more tawdry and kind of low budget, where people are just going, okay, there's some mattresses, and go and have some fun, up through something that's a little bit more elaborate and high end and intentional. That's so. what ours. See, I like the sex party that we went to. So, I, like I was saying, I went to my first one, and he said, "Emily, you got to go to a sex party. Do you want to come to this one with me?" And I liked that it was sort of this exclusive, highly cultivated list that they. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the I one know. that we went to is a long time ongoing party, and the people have worked really hard to get a good group of people together. And hot. Uh, it's not the same group of people. Yes, they're definitely hot. <laughs> uh, hot, of course, as we want to remind our listeners, is in the eye of the beholder. And true. True. Any sex party know, you can go to true. and pleasure is, can happen with your eyes closed. But in this case, it is oh, definitely a really, really uh, hot group of people, at least as far as our aesthetic. And it's done in a gorgeous house. And the people oh have God. really, like I said, worked hard to create a list of people who they know are going to be in alignment with what they want to have happening at the party, which is... What happens at the party? Well, what okay. happens at the party is like, as in the beginning, any normal party. There's sort of the meet and greet, mix and mingle. Some parties allow alcohol, like the one we went to. Some parties don't at all. Uh, but there's a period where people are just hanging out. You wouldn't know it was a sex party in the first the thing, hour and right. a half, two hours or whatever. And then the way I like to look at it is that the exhibitionists in the bunch or sort of the veterans who have maybe been coming to that event for a while kind of get the ball rolling after a couple of hours. Some parties actually have it where there isn't any sex until a certain time. And then after that, there's... Do they like ring a bell or something? Yeah, ring a bell or often... <laughs> sex, t- everyone checks yeah, exactly. to the clothes. Yeah, you have sex. But, but uh, yeah. oftentimes they'll even have just a circle where everyone comes together and kind of sits down and the person who's in charge will put something out that says, you know, please treat each other respectfully. Don't touch anybody without asking. Just a few basic guidelines. But this they sent in an email for us beforehand. Yeah, this is very uh, elaborate in the way that they prepare people for it. So it's a uh, It was elaborate, yeah. And I was nervous. I was, because I've never been to a sex party. And I was like, got this emails like you, you know, you have to do this. You have to make sure you come. You have to be in a couple with the one that we went to or you have to be in good standing and like if you're in a relationship you have to be invited is that how all sex parties are tell me no, this no not at all this was just a note that these people have observed over time because they've been doing this for years that if you go to a sex party you know let's say you signed up for it six months ago and then like two days before you have an argument with your partner and things are kind of on the outs well if you go to that party your energy might radiate outward and you don't want to have anybody having a fight at that party right. so they just try to encourage people you know come to the party in a really good place yeah I love the q and it was like it was like frequently asked questions. My partner and I are getting along. We thought we'd go to a sex party to spice it up. And they're like, no, no, no. (laughs) No, You cannot do a sex party. Um, But it, um, so we want to, okay, so the sex party. So we, um, 
there's a theme. Our th- our party was themed. It was yes. like enchanted forest. It was whatever. Peter Pan. Peter Pan. So there was like right. the boys dressed sort of pirate like, and the ladies dressed kind of fairy like, and it was fun. It gave people sort of something to kind of tack on for their costume, you know. Instead of just saying I'll wear lingerie, they could have a little bit of a sense of yeah. Because every party in the city is like, oh, look, yeah. come with your lingerie. This and was a, different, and it was really fun because this took place at a place that has a pool and a deck, and they actually rigged a plank and had some of the fairies walk the plank, which is pretty fun. I know. <laughs> I mean, it was it was really. It was amazing. So, like I said, I just went to my first sex party. What do you want to know about sex parties? Are you curious about them? Have you ever been to one? Do you have a story? Do you have any questions for our dear captain who is gets hired, actually, to go to sex parties? Yeah, and sometimes. For not sure. have sex, but to do some amazing things that he's going to talk about here. But have you, have you been? Do you want to know? This is your chance. I know you're all thinking, oh, I would never do it, but I thought that, too. I thought... I am not the sex party type. I'll try some things. I am not going to go. I would have, you know, I have enough guys hitting on me where I go. I'm not going to go to a sex party, but it was. Yeah, sex parties, you know, one of the main things that I found that's important is that you need to have there be a balance of enough people who are there as couples and enough people there as singles. Uh, some parties limit the energy of single men because men tend to be the more proactive hitting on type of people around sex and women are more chill about it. So a lot of times, like the one we went to, for example, you're really not allowed to be a single male there. You have to to come with a date and you can't just like bring a date and then ditch her and go and hit on people. It's just not really looked uh, well upon. So it creates an environment where you don't have to feel scared. You can have a light little flirtation, maybe look at someone and think they're attractive, but they're not going to come over and be like, so. Right. I mean, that's the thing. It was like this really, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I thought I was nervous beforehand and I was like, okay, I'll get dressed up my little nymph. Like oh, She was a super cute rock star. You should have seen her with her little wings on. And her, I, I said this on the podcast interview. Everybody in this place was looking at Emily. It was extremely fun to watch because she was very demure and kind of feeling it out but yet uh, in a way that actually attracted almost more attention than if she was being flamboyant and it was cool because as you noticed it was really mellow in the beginning and then all of a sudden at a certain point you looked up and you're like wow look that woman's giving that guy oral sex right you know, exactly like and it just seems so blase the person next to them was really you know that not was even the, noticing exactly because it did it started we get there and we're like hi nice to meet you and we're having drinks I mean I am wearing wings and whatever but it's and then after an hour and a half, like most, like it really gets going. We're drinking and I look over and there's like, yeah, people having sex and people getting naked. But it wasn't obtrusive. It was like, it was It, it was evolves in a very measured way. In uh, other words, you look at it at an hour into it and a couple things are happening. You look two hours into it yeah. and then, oh, it's a little more full blown. Another thing I want to make clear is that, you know, a lot of the parties have a big layout space. So there's a private place if you want to just go off with your honey. There's lots a, of private places yeah, here, and right? and then there's public places for people who really want to, like I said, be voyeuristic about it. So there's lots of choices. At lots of choices. I mean, that, that, I didn't get to do it all. That's the thing. I was mm-hmm. like, I never got in the hot tub. Well, you got invited back. So I did. When can we go back? <laughs> uh, I think that's coming up in a couple months. Is so it the same think. one? Or it's like, okay, yeah, okay, we're same. talking about sex parties. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I had my first experience with a good captain. Um, what do you want? Do you want, there's all these people doing sex parties and doing things here, but does it like, I know, it must interest you a little bit because I know I was intrigued, but I didn't think I'd ever do it. But um, Captain Roddick is a pro and we can tell you, uh, he can answer your questions about it. And I want to hear your stories. Have you ever been to a sex party? So are there different like levels of sex parties, like beginner, intermediate, advanced? Yeah. I mean, there's not like a rating system, you know, you can't get sort of like (laughs) qualified by some sort of board, but there definitely are. And and really it comes down to, we've touched on some of this already a little bit, like what 
what the setting is and how much intentionality goes into it that really set these things apart. A lot of people want to know, you know, well, how do I go to a sex party? Even if we wanted to, yeah. how would we go about finding How? I mean, it? I had to find the Captain cap yeah. Erotica to go. Well, but- the, the way that it works, the, what I want to advise people is that there's really kind of like a layered way that you go about it. In other words, you're not just going to pop on Craigslist or, you know, go on the internet and find a sex party and get invited because, again, people like to have a sense of who's going to be there. And while there are some parties in the area that are open to the public, uh, there's one, for example, that lets guys download a form and say that, you know, I'm a single guy, but I promise to behave. So and do they, they have yeah, to? Yeah, they have to show up at the door with the thing signed that says, I'll behave. And if there's a problem, there's monitors, you know, that kind of a thing. But anyway, so there are some that are in public. But if you want to go about finding some kind of a scene where you can get invited to a sex party, I would recommend that you look around the city for any sort of workshops or events that you might see that are public, that aren't about having sex, but that are about the topic of sex or eroticism. And then in those type of environments, you can meet people, make friends, and that's really how you're going to get invited if you meet people. That's how, like I met you and you became my friend. Captain Erotica is my best friend. Uh, Um, You're listening to Sex with Emily on 106.9 Free FM. And uh, we'd like to hear from you, 888 We're talking to Captain Erotica about, oh, everything sex and sexy, but we're talking about sex parties and fantasies, like living your, how do you, he's an erotic coach. He helps people, men and women, live their dreams. So we'll be talking to you about it. You're listening to Sex with Emily on 106.9 Free FM, and we're changing the world one orgasm at a time. You can have more Sex with Emily at sexwithemily.com. We're talking about sex parties with Captain Erotica. He is a real... (laughs) He flies in and he helps people's sex lives. I think there need to be... I'd like to encourage all the listeners, you need to be erotic superheroes too because there needs Uh, to be more of them out there. It's true. I mean, that's what we're trying to do here. And he... I mean, we are, we are, oh God, there's so much I want to say about you, but he, right now we're talking about sex parties sex because that's actually sure. how we got to know each other and um, we In slightly took, more intimate circumstances. It was intimate. Speak. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I, I know you, sex parties seem kind of weird, kind of how would you ever go to a sex party and I went to my first one and I really, I was really nervous and I liked it and we are taking your calls about that if you want to ask how to. What's find it like out, in sex party? Find out. Go to one. Have you been? Doing it? We're live in San Francisco. It's Saturday night. Are you at a sex party? Are you going to one? Do you want to go next Saturday night? So, Captain Erotica, our superhero. How do you break into like a sex party community? Well, I was saying a little earlier, There's, I, I recommend kind of a layered approach. It, it can be a little bit elusive because, as I said, people tend to try and have a degree of control over who's coming to the parties because they want to have a certain environment and let people feel safe. So usually people have to get invited by someone or recommended or referred by someone. Now, what I recommend to people is go to events that have to do with sensual or erotic activities. I want to mention a really amazing resource that we have that we're so lucky to have here in San Francisco, which was created by one of your other guests, actually, on the podcast, Carol Queen. And that's called the Center for Sex and Culture. And uh, you can great resource. Yeah, it's it's an amazing thing that hopefully every city will have someday. But right now we're the only one that has it, and it has a a library of erotic literature and pornography there. And And Captain Erotica's website has that stuff too. Yes, that's true. So, anyways, so if you want to go to uh, www.centerforsexandculture.com, you can look on their calendar and find that 
there's a lot of different offerings that they'll do of workshops of all different kinds. That's a great place to go to kind of mix and mingle, meet some people, and then. But what you know, if people feel like it's friends? kind of more private? They're like, because this is what I want to say. Like, I know it's. I thought I would never go to a sex party, and I was nervous, and it was really kind of like it, it opened my eyes. It was an interesting experience. Yeah, I don't really warm. know how to articulate yeah, you it. You should see like, Emily yeah. a couple hours into it, lying on the bed and little snuggle cuddle puddle, and it's nice. One of the things that's nice is people are allowed to be intimate. Oh. In other words, it's not like okay, here you are, we're at the sex party, you're it's cute. Not now weird. let's have intercourse. You know, that's not really what it's about for people, especially people who just met. Right. Oftentimes, people will meet people at a sex party, but not even actually have sex with them until later. Yeah. So you know, it, one of the things that's great though is people are allowed to be intimate with each other because we're really not. We're all walking around in our own little space, and you're not supposed to. I mean, it's inappropriate to just touch people randomly, but in other words, our culture doesn't encourage a lot of intimacy. So to just see people who just met a few minutes ago kind of just cuddling on a couch like Emily was with a very cute girl <laughs> okay on that note yeah we'll get back to our sex party but do you want to know about sex parties do you want to go to one have you been to one uh, we're going to talk to Kara Napa she's always wanted to go to a sex party hi Kara thanks for calling sex with Emily hi how are you guys doing tonight? we're good how are you I'm doing great good so you've always wanted to go to a sex party well absolutely I mean I've, I used to watch real sex a lot on HBO and I see those things and I just never know how to get into that community because you know sex is such a taboo subject and a lot of circles and, and I'm a very free and open person with, with with any subject with people I just love learning about people and you know it's, it's very difficult to integrate that into one's life right uh, so yeah, you can't Captain, just walk up to someone in the market and go, hey, do you know any good sex parties? It just isn't right. really That's accepted. why I'm trying to, Cara, I'm so glad you called with this question because that's the thing. That's what I thought. I'm like, how do you break into it? And I know the captain here. Well, okay, so Cara, you live in Napa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, again, I think that it is an elusive thing because you can't just flip to the newspaper or whatever and find it. The, the way that I recommend to people is to try and network yourself with people who are in an erotic, positive type of community and environment. Now, the options these days for us are much greater than they used to be because of the Internet. So if you're right. able to go online and connect with someone like, you know, Tribe, where my profile is, is what's called a social networking service. And you can go on there and literally just by looking at someone's online profile see that they're into into stuff like that and that's a good way to befriend people and then once you have a little bit of a development of relationship you're more likely to then get extended an invitation Um, because as you said it's it's hard you don't know who to put yourself out there to all the time and you might be a little more free than the people you actually already know but uh, for all you know they have a profile on some online service where they're a little more open with themselves and then you're like hey look it's you right and you know I mean a, a few years ago probably it's probably been like four years ago um before i changed my careers and went to back to school i was actually working as a teller and and i did have some online things going on and i actually put an ad on because i was in a relationship with a woman for six years and it wasn't sexually it was not right for either one of us and that's one of the reasons why we broke up is because i was not satisfied sexually and so good for you yeah i mean for two years i didn't really date anybody i dated a couple girls a couple of guys that I didn't really have any sex with these people. And then I just decided, you know what? I'm going to put a, an ad online and I'm going to call it sexual healing and I'm going to see what I get. Uh. And I got like 300 responses wow. to ad. And I actually met a guy who was 13 years older than me and it was one of the best experiences I ever had. Oh, wow. What happened? Well, he and I met and of course we went to coffee and then he took me out to dinner. We talked for about a week on the phone. We went out to dinner and then, you know, he said, 
you want to go for a drive? And I said, sure. And then we went, and I, we, I had the most erotic <sighs> time I had ever had before with somebody because I just relaxed because right. I'm not a perfect woman. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big woman, but I'm a beautiful woman as well. You know, I'm shaped well, and he found that very erotic because I was so confident in myself. And That's, confidence is everything. It is everything, Cara. That is everything. Yeah, and I'd like to just offer that um, you are perfect because, you know, not to sound cliche about everybody's perfect, but it really is true. And it's a matter of that it's not about how you might be judged by society at large, but how you're judged by the individuals you're interacting with. And this guy, you know, responding to your ad of sexual healing, right? Not like, I want to have sex with someone I don't know, but sexual healing, obviously that, that was a great idea because that attracted a certain kind of person who appreciated you for who you are, not who you are relative to what Vogue says you should be or what have you. Absolutely. So, Cara, the next step could be a sex party then. Exactly, and I I would love to do that. I mean, I've actually been invited to the sex club in San Francisco a couple of times, but I didn't feel comfortable with that person, but I've never met anybody who's been to a sex party. You know, actually, I uh, know of one that happens up in that area in Sonoma County, kind of in the Sebastopol area, and this party is fantastic, too, because it's done in a a private home, and it's very, very... It's the one I called in from, actually, on your show. Oh, he called in a few weeks ago. He was flogging people. It's a really, really, really (laughs) He's like, I'm flogging people. people. Well, Cara, thanks for calling Sex with Emily. Get in touch with the captain. Oh, well, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, of course. Have Good night. Thanks. Have you ever heard that saying, you don't know what you don't know? Well, that is the very best way I can describe my life before I started using the Intensity by Permois. Kegel exercises have always been part of my routine, but I didn't realize exactly how strong my pelvic floor could be until I tried it. The Intensity delivers gentle electrostimulation to the PC muscle group, creating an extremely effective Kegel workout automatically. Yep, it does your Kegels for you. You just lie back and it does it and you're done. Not only does a strong pelvic floor help prevent the old sneeze and pee, it increases the strength and frequency of your orgasms, which is why I've stuck with my routine for so long. And now Permois has two devices to choose from, the intensity, which doubles as an awesome rabbit vibrator, and the Apex, which delivers the same electrostimulation without the vibrator function. The Apex is the perfect option for women who are sensitive to stimulation but still want an effortless Kegel workout. To learn more about the intensity and the Apex, click on the Pormaw banner on my website or visit pormoi.com slash Emily. That's pormoi.com slash Emily. If you've been listening to the podcast, it should come as no surprise that women typically take longer to orgasm than men. This, my friends, is called the orgasm gap, and now there's something you can do about it. There's a topical treatment, it's called Promescent, and it enhances men's ability to last longer. No pills, no prescription, and no questionable claims. Developed by urologists, Promescent isn't your typical delay spray. Instead of simply relying on chemicals that numb everything, it leaves you with plenty of sensation. Enhancing your experience is easy. You just apply it to the underside of the penis before sex. And unlike other products, once Promescent is absorbed, it won't transfer to your partner. It's FDA compliant and clinically proven to help men last up to 64% longer. So give Promescent a try. To learn more or order yours, just go to sexwithemily.com slash enhance. That's sexwithemily.com slash E-N-H-A-N-C-E today. Barry, Barry in San Francisco. Thanks for yeah, calling hi. Sex with Emily. Hi, there's different types of sex. Parties? Parties. Yeah. Tell me. Uh, 
it's, I think it's important to differentiate between what is an orgy versus what is I agree. a party. Okay. Do you want to do that for us? Or you're saying you know or you want us to do that for you? Well, I think I could just do both. I, I think a play party is where, uh, where somebody actually probably s- sponsors the party and, uh, and has a theme to it and also um, provides the safe sex supplies to mm-hmm. make sure that people play uh, consensually. Have you been to sex? Are you saying that you, you've been to this party, this kind of party? or? Yeah. They, a long time ago, they used to have these mother goose parties. And, uh, and they uh, had monitors and they also uh, there's a community where they kind of made sure that, that uh, you, 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 you practice safe sex and uh, all, safer sex, and right. also that uh, there was consensuality involved. Uh, so, and, and and then also the, the differences in orgy is where uh, friends get together or people get together after, after uh, a bar or something or as part of a, a community and, and just have sex. And uh, and so it's not as responsible as a, as an actual sponsored party. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying, Barry. I think that there is definitely a wide range of different styles of these types of events, and some of them do focus on promoting safe sex. Some of them are amongst groups of people that all know each other, which you're you know qualifying more as an orgy. But there are orgies that need people to use safe sex because there are a group of people who are consciously saying, "Hey, let's like all have sex. We all know each other, but let's not spread disease as well." So right. it's a it can be a blend of the two types of things that you're describing because some events are private. Some mm-hmm. of them are what I'll call semi-private where most people yeah. know each other but some strangers yeah. are Yeah, Barry, are you looking for to go to a sex party or you just wanted us to make sure we knew the difference between an orgy and a sex party? Well, I'm, I'm looking for play parties too. Okay. Yeah, well, catch up, ca- catch up, get in touch with the captain. Thanks for calling Sex with Emily. One of the things that we wanted to talk about is how do you prepare for a sex party? Let's say you've already gotten through the part of finding the party and you have someone you want to go with, let's say, and you know, you're thinking, okay, well, what am I going to, I've never been, how can I get ready so that I go and have a positive experience? Um, so just a couple of things that I wanted to talk to people about with that is that, first of all, make sure you set some parameters and have clear communication with your partner. So don't just kind of Before go, you go. But you yeah. have to go with the partner? Well, you don't always, but generally speaking, especially if you're going for your first time, yes, you're probably going to have to go with a partner, lover, or a playmate, as I like to call it. Playmate. Yes, a playmate, meaning you might not necessarily have some yeah. sort of ongoing relationship or romance, right. but you play but together. Right, this is right, okay. Mm-hmm. So you got to get it clear. I mean, yeah. we're talking about sex parties. We're talking to Captain Erotica. We want to know, what do you want to know about sex parties? Have you been... And do you want to know how to break into that break into that world? And um, the captain can help you. He took me to my first sex party. I never thought I'd go. I want to go to another sex party with you. Okay. Well, I'm sure we can arrange that. I would certainly love to take you, and I know that you'll have a really good time. I wish you had come to the one that we did last time that I did the ice bar at, because that one was amazing. See, one of the things that um, actually Barry kind of brought this up is that there's some of these parties, people go really off with the theme. The one that I went to recently had a theme that also included raw food, and there was like dance dance performances that happened and people was it cool? oh so lavish and beautiful that it was really nice so definitely you need to come I'm into that it like I think that's the thing that we're talking about and we were talking right now how do you prepare for the sex party because you know it's it's if you've yeah. never been couple quick things just for people to think about so you want to have a nice outfit don't go showing up in some shabby clothes you know <laughs> but and that, that if you go to the Safeway and you're trying to pick up chicks yeah, you should right. wear a nice outfit yes, but anyway that's true it's a good point good might, shoes might man. be redundant uh, we like your shoes we look at that Make sure that you uh, bring condoms if you want to be playing with people you don't know. And uh, okay. are we getting near a break yeah. here? Okay, well, we'll have to come back to that. Yeah, we're coming back. We're getting ready for sex parties. Do you want to go to a sex party? You want to get invited? We're Wait talking about us. them. And we are talking to 
Zavi in Napa, Xavier. Yes. You want to know the best way to get into sex parties, huh? Yeah, I was actually, I think it's great what you guys are doing. I just wanted to say that's awesome, and I just caught your radio thing tonight. And um, I had been living in the city, and I always wondered how to get into that. And You've um, called the right place. Yeah, I just thought it was pretty sweet that you guys are doing that. So oh. have you found it helpful, what we've said so far, yeah, about actually, how to approach it? Every, we want our ego struck now. <laughs> everything has been kept in our ego. I'm like really dialed into what you're into, and uh, you guys know what you're doing. So and I'm glad you had a great time, Emily. So. <laughs> Thanks. I did. I can't stop talking about it. But he's a super. He's a superhero. So how can we help him here, Captain? Uh-huh. Or how can we help you? And how can the captain help you? We got everything's been good so far. I've got the resource you talked about. It's um, sex and or the the dot com for the Center for Sex and Culture. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm Great. gonna start like researching for that. And I was just doing anything else, just kind of build relationships. Is what I've gotten to understand is to meet people and understand that's the best way. I've talked to some people before in the city when I was living there when I was going to school and they said that's the best way too is to it was pretty private. Yeah. Pretty exclusive to have good ones at least. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but what what I'm curious what makes you want to go to a sex party? So we haven't asked anybody that that's yet. That's a good question. Well, I'm a sexual person of course, you know, we all enjoy sex, so it's definitely not a bad thing, but I had when I had lived in the city before, I had kind of a bad experience with a girl who took me to the power exchange and it was such an awful rock. Oh, yeah, see, this is that's a really exchange. good point. I'm so yeah. glad you brought that up because people think, oh, power. That's I thought, what it to be is. honest, yeah, that's what they think. I it is. thought that too, like. Uh, power exchange. I'm not going to do that. So let's talk about that's a really. Well, see, the yeah. thing about here's the, the basic thing about power exchange that's a little challenging is twofold. Is one, it's an open club for anyone to go to, totally. and it's one of the only places you can go to and pay money in public and have some sort of right. sexual experience. So people go there whether or not they're actually interested in power exchange itself. And I'm not even going to get into what that is. For oh, that's the a listeners. whole other show. Yeah, we'll be back for that. But basically, the, <laughs> yeah. the interesting thing about power exchange is that they'll let in men who are just going there to be voyeurs and so you can go to power exchange and you're standing there having this experience and there's like a hundred guys in towels yeah. standing around watching you that's so my biggest nightmare. if that's what you think a sex party is not you but if one thinks that it can really throw you off to be like oh that's really don't want that to happen yeah it seemed to be like this girl's outlet and that's what she wanted and i mean the the vore thing was fine i'm comfortable with all that and people i just i like the idea of a more private right intimate yeah setting. Well, well, be comfortable with one another. Yeah, and also couple. power exchange is very cold and edgy. I mean, in other yeah. words, it's about uh, S&M and stuff like that. So there's like chain link fences and like it's all black and, you know, cages around and stuff. Whereas like, you know, by contrast, the party that Emily and I went to is like in this house where there was like, you know, fabric on the ceiling and beds in <laughs> the middle of the living room and, and yeah, that kind of and stuff. And pools it, and hot tubs and happy. And it's nice because it softens the energy of people because we can get a little edgy when we're kind of like, okay, I want to have sex and I'm trying yeah. to meet someone and that can be a little anxious making. Definitely so. one person can spread tension throughout the room. Yeah, that's good. Well, I hope you find a good sex party. Maybe, yes. we'll, maybe we'll see you there. Thanks yeah. for calling Sex with Emily. Thanks. So how can you, I mean, this is a good thing. Like people, how would you host Captain Erotica? We're talking about sex parties. We're talking everything you everything you ever know wanted everything you ever wanted to know about sex parties, but we're afraid to ask. And it's, uh, we're taking your calls. Captain Erotica, what if you want to have your own sex oh, party? Oh, it's very easy to have your own is sex it? party. Yeah, of course. See, okay, so the first step to having your own sex party is to be able to admit to people that you know that you want to have a sex party. See, In other is... words, like just like our friend who called from Napa, she was saying, oh, well, I, you know, I'm very liberal, but I don't know about my, the people I know, you know? So you have to be a little bit risky and brave if you want to try and create this. So to have a sex party, you need to have a nice environment. So you need to create your home in a place that's going to be conducive towards people having sexual experiences. You know, you can't 
have one in the kitchen. I mean, people do do it, but you want to have like pillows. People were around. having sex in the kitchen yeah, at know, our but, sex party. But the point is, is that if you want to make one for yourself, you should look to your house and say, how can I make this a comfortable, sensual space? Lighting and music and all these sorts of things. But the steps that you really need to take also in, in that are to find the people who are going to be comfortable coming and having those experiences. Now, there's two sort of paths you can take. You can try and see who you know already might be like that by being brave and bringing it up because I encourage everyone out there to be able to feel comfortable talking about what you want because you deserve to get what you want. That's true. So now if you don't believe that your friends are going to be able to hang with this or handle it, then you need to go out and do some networking and meet some new friends and get together with them and say, hey, you guys are new friends yeah. and you're into sex. Let's make a party And together. I just want to say this about people you know. First of all, we all know that everyone's thinking about sex, right? We're just not talking about it. But like I said, I was like the last person I thought would go to, well, not the last person, but I didn't think I'd go to a sex party as readily. And I actually, one of the awkward moments, one of the only moments for me was I actually ran into a few people I knew there <laughs> that you'd never think would be at sex parties. Yeah, it was funny. In fact, she ran into someone and they're like, hey, we're that couple that you saw oh, in a club oh and we showed you my penis piercing. Oh, but those people, <laughs> those people I thought would be at a sex party. Oh yeah. my God, that's a great story. I forgot about yeah, that. that was really fun. No, th- those weren't even who I was talking about. Uh-huh. I had this, cu- oh God, that's another story. They like yeah. took me into the bathroom at a party, like this nice party. They're like, do you want to see my husband's... Um, Piercing. piercings and then they were at the sex party I'm like well of course that couple yeah. would be at the well, sex but party but these are people I had worked the other people I'm talking about people I work with I'm like oh you're at a sex so it's like people I think are more yeah people are very open, open. I mean when, when you go there and you see people that you know of course everyone just sort of smiles and goes how wonderful you know oh haha because like you pointed out earlier we're all thinking about it but not really talking about it exactly that's why we have this show that's why Captain Erotica is a superhero because we're all thinking about it and we all this is what the show's about tonight. Captain Erotica helps people. He literally goes in and he swoops in and saves people's sex lives and helps them with their sex lives in a single bound or two bounds. He couples, individuals, people hire him or talk to him or email him and he helps them because we all kind of get into little ruts sometimes. Sure, I'll give you an example. I got a letter on Tribe the other day and someone wrote me and said, you know, dear Captain Erotica, I am any number of years old. I've had a fantasy where I wanted to live out a certain experience and I've never ever been able to do it. Can you help me figure out how I could go about finding someone who I can do? In this case, this person wanted to be submissive. So without going to this the... a man? Uh, no, it was a woman. Okay. So without going to the details of what they wanted, they said, well, I'd like to have this experience, but I can't find anybody who I would trust enough to do this. So then I wrote back saying, well, here's some resources and some websites you can look at and a way to go about it and kind of just gave her a little bit of a thumbs up. And then she wrote back and she said, okay, you know what? I'm just going to quit messing around. I want you to do it. <gasps> and, so, and you really did. Did you put well, on your cape? This, and, and, no, I don't wear a cape. <laughs> I've seen the Incredibles. Come on. <laughs> you can't sweep with I want to get to a cape. No capes for okay. me. Okay. Anyway, so the uh, thing that happened in this case was, so you know, here's someone who is writing to me, is someone who I'm not inherently going to be attracted to or want to have an experience with just on my own accord, per se, and this is why I said, okay, I know that I can give them this experience, and so I went and traveled actually a great distance and went to the person's home and gave them this experience <laughs> just so that they could have the experience in a positive way and then be able to go, I mean, they literally wrote in their first letter, I do not want to go to my grave, not having experienced this. Can you tell us a little bit about this fantasy? Because that's what we're going to, yeah, okay, we're well, moving. I mean, we, we can get into that, but that's just, it was a very basic dominant submission fantasy that said, I want to be in a sexual context and give up the power or choice to 
make the decision of what's going to happen in this experience. And so we're going to set some parameters and boundaries. Again, I'm giving like the super quickie version of this and I'm almost hesitant to do so because it's a pretty it's private. Inv- it's, it's anonymous. No, no, too. no, not that, but more that it's a very involved topic and I don't want to, you know, oh, just dominant sell it. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're going into, fa- we're moving into fantasies. Yeah. So it does apply to that. It does. But in this case, it was very simple. I mean, we outlined the parameters, what is allowed, what isn't allowed. And then within that parameter, this person agreed to the very basic rule of dominant submission, which is the submissive agrees to do what the dominant says. And if they don't want to do what the dominant says, they use what's called right. the safe word and then right. they stop everything. Right. So, so with that's, so that's an example of how you help, you help women, men with their fantasies. Mm-hmm. Yes, I help And at sex parties and you help couples. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a professional practice that I call erotic coaching. It's based on a life coaching modality where you just have someone in your life that can help you to achieve your goals, give you resources, make you a plan to get what you want. Uh, I do an erotic version of this and it's a process that helps people to figure out what they want and help them give the resources to how like they Like a life get coach it. but for your yeah, sex life. Exactly. So I do that professionally but also like in this case I didn't charge this person for that. That was just something where I like touched my heart you know and I thought okay I can't think of this person going to their grave not living their fantasy. That's terrible. You'd- You're going to get hundreds of emails tonight. <laughs> You're gonna, everyone's going to say okay we want to go to my grave. Right, right, right. <laughs> I should have used that line on you because I've got some fantasies. Uh, We're talking you know, about. You don't need to Emily. We know that. Oh really? Uh oh. Okay well uh, we are he makes me blush Captain Erotica that's just rare Captain Erotica is an erotic coach he will answer all of he's an erotic superhero he can answer all of your erotic he's helped I mean this is the thing like I was like okay well erotic superhero he has really helped people if you go to his website I've met people who he's actually touched their lives in a lot of different ways men women and uh, you can talk to Captain Erotica we're going to talk about fantasies fantasies so Ah, fantasies. We started to talk about this. It is a big topic because everybody's got... Like some sort of fantasies, would you say? Yeah, or absolutely. I, I define fantasy define, as, yeah, define as, it. as what you think about that turns you on either in your mind or in your genitals. Either way, or sometimes if you're lucky, both. Uh, and, a fantasy, mind, like, and a fantasy can be something you've already done and then you still fantasize about it. Uh, or it can be something, and often this is the case and how people use it uh, as a word, is something that you haven't quite done yet. So, and fantasy can apply to anything. The, the breadth of people's fantasy lives is so astoundingly large that the average person can't even really comprehend the amount of things that people think about when they think about sexual thoughts. Um, so really, uh, fantasy is something that, you know, depending on who the individual person is, maybe something that's really challenging for them. You know, like this right. woman who wrote me, she had been thinking and fantasizing and masturbating about this fantasy of submitting to someone for years and years and years and never been able to actually living it out right so, so this is so we're t- so they come to you and they no no pun intended there's so many puns on a sex show yes sure. but they um they come to you and they can people kind of repress them sometimes or they email you and you'll help them well, the most them common thing is people don't why are fantasies important well fantasies are, are very important because uh, as you often talk about in the show sex can become patternistic or people can fall into a rut of okay well most this is how time, we do yes. yeah very very frequently so and, and as you pointed out it's some, even if it doesn't happen right away you know go 10 years into any relationship and you're going to find okay well we've been doing this for a long time right. so fantasy is in the realm of the mind and the mind can think about 
about anything at once. So when you tap into taking the things that you think about in your mind and making them real, what you do is you open up and broaden your opportunities for sexual experiences with your partner. Like a sex party, your sure, sexual sex fantasies, party all this stuff. Or, so, you know, anything. I mean, we're talking to Captain Erotica and about how do you make, we're all going to fall into this sexual rut. And I'm sorry, this is a blanket. Anyone can call me about this anytime. I want to hear people who are still having really good sex after five several years, years five yeah. years together. But anyway, that's the goal of the show, what we try to do. How can you mix up that sex life? Because everyone's so shocked their sex life's falling apart and they, her husband rather, your husband rather surf porn than um, have sex. So anyway, here's some practical things. We're focusing on fantasies though right now. How do you get your partner to realize your fantasy? How do you express what your fantasy is? What's your fantasy? If you don't know your fantasy, Captain Erotica will help you get there. I'm fascinated with sex tech and innovation. And from the second I heard about UV, I didn't hesitate to jump on board and be part of their Kickstarter campaign, which was a huge success thanks to you. Now it's been over a year and UV is the hottest thing to hit the sex toy market in years. Why? Well, for one, it's the only product on the market that can sanitize sex toys while charging and discreetly storing them. UV is designed for the intricate contours of luxury sex toys, but can handle anything from hairbrushes to jewelry to remote controls. And not only does it clean and charge my phone every night, the onboard USB ports keeps my toys ready to go. UV makes cleaning toys so easy, and it's available in two sizes, the Go Play and the larger Home version. I've already furnished my home with a dozen of these. I mean, hey, you know how many sex toys I have. UV is an elegant box with a locking function. I just open the lid, place in my items to be clean, and close the box. Depending on which UV you have, cleaning takes between 5 and 10 minutes. The ultraviolet cleaning system has been proven to eliminate 99.9% of harmful bacteria found on sex toys and other items. If you're a lover of sex toys, you can order one for yourself. To learn more, just click on the UV banner on my website or visit uvclean.com slash Emily. That's U-V-E-E-C-L-E-A-N dot com slash Emily today. <laughs> 